Today we talk about eight situations where emotional trading will destroy your trading account. And hello, welcome back, episode number 41 already. Thank you for tuning in again. And I recently, well, a few weeks ago, I talked or I wrote about um, emotional trading. And of course, traders always know emotions are important. Trading psychology is a very, very important field. But then that's where it ends. And no, most traders, they don't go deep enough. And it is not only about fear and greed and all of those uh, very shallow and surface things, but emotions impact our trading on a very, very deep level. And you need to understand, obviously, how emotions impact your trading and where they impact our trading. And it often starts with how we, how we think about a trade, what we say to ourselves, and how we approach our trading in general. So in, in this or today, right now, in this podcast, I will talk about eight situations or things that traders say or do that highlight emotional trading. And those eight things, I'm very sure that you will at least heard five, six, seven, maybe even tell those things are or things that you tell yourself every day or do every day. And I want to show you how they impact your trading, what they say about your trading emotions and how to correct it. So the first thing many traders will say is, I missed this trade, although it had all the entry criteria. And obviously, this is something that many traders have to deal with and struggle with. Um, trigger, trigger fear, being scared to pull the trigger, even though you think the trade has everything going for it, is a big problem. And it shows that you are, you are trading based on fear and you lack confidence. The best thing for me that helped me and my students is that I print out and I write down um, what is the best setup for me. And I said it a few uh, episodes back, I really recommend that you go through your last 10, 20, 30 trades. You look for, okay, what do the best trades look like? Then you print out the best trades, you look for commonalities, and then you know exactly, put it in front of you, put it on your wall. That's what I did in the beginning. When I didn't have the confidence, I didn't know really what to do. I printed out the best trades, the best setups. And then when I was taking a trade, I was looking at it. Does it look similar? Yes, no. And then you can just make an educated decision. And you you can build confidence step by step. It also helps for me to have a checklist where I write down the things that I look for in a trade. And if I see that, okay, the trade has everything for it, I just take it. I don't worry about it. I There's no room for confidence or lack of confidence anymore. It is just a matter of following the process and this is very very important to have because trigger being scared to enter a trade is a very very big problem because it can create um, a vicious cycle where you miss a trade and you jump on the next one even though you, that's not as good and so on and so forth the next thing that many traders will say is that how could i have lost so much money on this trade it looked so good <laughs> probably sounds very familiar and you cannot give a single trade too much importance we talked about consistent position sizing a few episodes back as well and i really recommended that you establish a clear um, position sizing approach where you know exactly how much to risk on a single trade and you are clear about your position sizing and that is very very important if you let losers get out of hand this shows that 
obviously you are yeah you're not able to deal with losing trades and you are scared to close a losing trade um, you really need to make sure that you know step one how much you are willing to risk on a single trade step two you place your stop loss accordingly and size your position step three when your stop loss is hit you are out if you have problems with revenge trading even that happens as well in this context then close your computer don't look at the chart close your computer walk away do something else and a few hours later the world will look differently you will see that okay i didn't revenge trade and i'm still alive my my account experienced a losing a losing trade that's okay but i didn't lose a lot and i can wait for the next trade the next good trade will always come around and you don't want to put yourself in a position where you lose a significant amount on a single trade and then you try to make up for it on the next one that's not a good place to be in number three, people say <laughs> what people say is i think the price is going to turn around let me just widen my stop loss a little bit it's still a good setup um, this was a very very big problem for me in the early days of my trading quote unquote career <laughs> in the early days i don't think it's justified to to tell it a career uh, to call it a career but it, it was a big mistake for me and i was just not able to close losing trades i was not able to being proven wrong i was always yeah i was always looking for positive feedback and i always said oh the price is going against me i'm in a loss but it has to turn around eventually the price cannot go on forever so I was always or often widening my stops and this was creating huge, huge losses because I just wasn't able to to take a loss and move on. What helped me was that as, yeah, just like the last tip, uh, when I'm in a trade, I set my stop loss and then I close my trading platform. I, I just close it and do something else and then a few hours later I would see, okay, what happened? Did I lose a trade or not? Um, and if you remove the opportunity and the possibility for yourself to mess around with a trade, then obviously you can mess around with a trade. And when you don't look at the chart, when you don't see your P&L go up and down, you just don't have the, the ability to mess around with it. And after a few months, you will see that, okay, I don't need to really mess around with a trade. The price will just be able to do its thing very well without me. I don't need to babysit my trades and then you can slowly slowly make improvements you can if you are taking trades on the same um, based on the same assumptions based on the same rules over time you will find patterns what is working well what isn't working well and then you can make adjustments but don't try to babysit your trades that's a very very ba uh, bad place to be in the next thing traders will say is the trade looked so good i thought it would move further and not turn around that quickly <laughs> this happens when traders are in a trade they're sitting on profits and then they get greedy they maybe extend their take profit target beyond what is reasonable and then what happens they give profits and then they're upset and then it creates again a vicious cycle where they make bad trading decisions going forward and then a trade that should have been a, uh, a winning trade leads to a small winning trade and then it leads to bad trading results in the future again it is so easy to improve or to avoid that you just need to have a clear process i will sometimes as well wide my uh, my take profit approach when i see there are valid reasons but i need to have clear reasons i need to see that okay those are my rules the market is or the price and trade is in profits it looks good, so based on my rules, 
I can widen my stop loss, uh, my take profit a little bit and try to capture the next target. But I will not do this recklessly. I will only do it when there are real signs that the market is going in my favor. And I understand that what are the consequences. Maybe I might give back some profits. Maybe I need to scale out of the trade close half, then I realize some parts of the profit at least, and then I let the rest run. And again, it is so easy to fix. Have a clear rule, have clear rules, have a clear process. And when you have that, you can eliminate so much uncertainty. You can improve your process. You can improve your confidence. And you will have a much more stress-free trading approach. The opposite is, <laughs> the next thing that traders say is, the trade has already made good profits. Maybe I better close it before it turns out. So those traders are... The, the scare traders where they are sitting on unrealized profits and they don't want to give it back even though the price hasn't reached their take profit yet. And again, you need to make sure that what you're doing is actually based on, yeah, based on objective rules rather than just subjective fear-based emotions. So if you want to exit a trade ahead of take profit, Why do you want to do that? Ask yourself, are there real rules? Uh, are there real signs that the market is slowing down, that the market might not be able to reach your take profit? Or when the answer is no, everything is still okay, I'm just a little bit scared, then take the w a finger off the mouse, close your computer, do something else, and then let the market do its thing. It doesn't need you, and it is very, very bad if you cut your, your winning trades short. You are reducing your expectancy. And a trader who cuts his winners short and lets his losers run is easily destroying even a potentially profitable trading system. I've seen it many, 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 many times. So if you are scared to let your winners run, close your tra uh, trade, uh, not close the trade, close your trading platform, uh, move on, and then you will see that, okay, the market is able to do its thing. I don't need to be in front of it and I can create a much more stress-free environment. Also, I really recommend deleting trading platforms from your phone if you have issues with that or log in with your investor password and not with your active trading password. Um, I don't see the reason why you should follow the trade, obviously, on your phone if you don't, um, yeah, if all you want to do is watch the, the P&L, but if you just can help yourself at least remove the opportunity and the possibility to mess around with the trade, use the investor logins so that you can at least mess, cannot at least mess around with the trade. And the last thing that traders say, um, and that is costing traders a lot of money is, Oh, it is not quite there yet. It does look all right, but I'm missing the last opportunity. But I don't want to miss this trade. It feels so good. I can feel it. And <laughs> what happens? Traders jump into the trade. If Even if they know they should not be in a trade, they are based, uh, trading based on FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. And then they just get what they deserve. They get a losing trade because they took a trade they should not be in. They didn't want to be... Uh, left out alone, they didn't want to miss an opportunity, and then, yeah, you just get what you deserve. And I always say to my students, there is no price for traders um, who want to be first. You will, net, you will not get a price for being first in a market, first in a trade. I always say, and I always recommend, try being a little bit late, try waiting a little bit longer than you usually would. This is, I call it my insurance, where I, I'm, I'm never trying to 
be the first in a trade. I try to be as safe as possible, which means that I might wait a, a candle or two longer than other people, but I'm not acting based on FOMO. I am waiting for actual confirmation, and I can avoid a lot of those trades where I know I should not be in this trade, but it feels so good. I can feel it, and let's be honest. What you say, I have a gut feeling, or when you say you have a gut feeling, it is just your greedy inner monster who is trying to destroy your trading account, who is just trying to get a quick fix. So really you need to make sure that you understand the difference between do you have a gut feel? If you are just trading for maybe one or two years, uh, let me tell you, you don't have a gut feel. You're just starting out. You know nothing about trading yet. Um, so don't worry about your gut feel. Make sure that you have a clear process, that you have clear rules, and then stick to those rules instead of trying to outsmart the market. You are not going to do that. So um, avoid FOMO at all costs. FOMO, the fear of missing out, is a very, very big issue for many traders. And again, have clear rules print out the best trades, how do they look, put them right in front of you at your desk, and then once you're about to take a trade, just take a quick glance. Does the trade look similar, or are you missing a, a criteria or two? Then take the finger off the mouse, close your computer, come back on the next candle, and see if now you have a trade or not. So this is it for this podcast. I hope you found a few tips here and there that you can apply to your own trading. You will hear from me, obviously, in the next episode. Make sure to send me your feedback, suggestions, and also leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to this. I am really thrilled about each single review that comes in. I'm reading them all personally. And yeah, that's it. Happy trading. Stay safe. And until the next time.